Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 14th of August, 2023. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel, and the Wilmsfront Rumble channel. I've got the Power Chat up and running, which I'll put, I've put the link into the live YouTube chat, so you can send through a Power Chat to support this program and other unshackled productions it is 8 30 p.m here in melbourne victoria where here and around australia matilda mania has taken off and as you all know i am a soccer fan and so i'm wearing in honor celebration of the combank matildas the australian national women's soccer team making the semi-final against the England Lionesses on Wednesday night. I am wearing, well, it's a Socceroos top, but it's green and gold, the, the national colours. And obviously, we all know here that uh, women's sports, the reason why it's not as popular most of the time is because they are not at the skill level as the the men's uh, but obviously this is the the best in the world we've got uh, the matildas have got uh, the best female player in the world as their captain sam kerr and if you watch the the quarterfinals uh, the uh, particularly the australia versus france uh, you would see that uh, the skill level is it's it's pretty good uh, compared to other uh, other women's sports it was at uh, brisbane stadium there and so because it could fit up to fifty thousand, it went it was nil all after extra time so it was a penalty shootout of course and uh, anthony albanese our prime minister i uh, was a uh, flew up there there he is with uh, sports minister Annika Wells. Uh, so she says, still crying, couldn't be prouder of the Matildas. And after the game, Anthony Albanese immersed himself, congratulating the individual Matildas. So Anthony Albanese trying to uh, piggy bank on the, the back of the Matildas uh, pop popularity. And I'm sure that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that most Australians are going to be cheering them on against the the, the lionesses, making the the semi final. It's certainly something to celebrate. With a, I thought I'd get a hard solo. Uh, they were they were they were very hard to to get their hands on uh, these 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 hard solos. Of course, solo, a iconic uh, Australian lemon squash drink. I drove across several suburbs to get myself. A, a pack of those because uh, Kylie Twink, uh, Kylie Tink, uh, one of the Teal Independents for North Sydney, 
uh, she uh, wants it banned because it just tastes like the soft drink. Well, it's lemon mixed with vodka. I enjoyed about three or four or <laughs> a few more while watching the the Matildas on, on Saturday night. And yes, it does, does taste like soft drink. Now, now Kylie Tink, uh, she... Uh, she claims that uh, oh, it's marketed as kids because it uh, has the name of a soft drink and is a can that drinks and tastes like a soft drink, even though you have to be over 18 uh, to purchase alcohol. You can see here on the, I'll just bring myself uh, full screen. It says 18 plus on the on the on the front there and also has a extra warning there pregnancy warning alcohol can cause lifelong harm to your baby well obviously i'm a man and so i can't get pregnant so i don't have to worry about that but kylie tink as she has uh, her intervention has alerted most of the Australian public uh, that Solo was now in alcoholic form. And so the Streisand effect has happened where people such as myself have, have bought, have bought it up because it, it is, it, it, it is a first. I don't think there's been a, a soft drink that has, that has made the, made the leap uh, to alcohol, though it is brewed by Asahi, uh, the Japanese alcohol conglomerate that now owns uh, Carlton and United breweries. It's, it's, it's funny uh, that, uh, that uh, nobody cares that the, the Japanese or you know, the Japs, as they were called during World War II, own all our alcoholic beverages now. Uh, Victoria Bitter, uh, Foster's, uh, <laughs> pretty much all of them are all owned by the Japanese now. And Australians don't care because we just think, well, they're not going to take over half the world again. We can't believe that they ever did that about 80 or so years ago. Lady of Shalott, great to see you back in the chat. Teals, such head girls, they report you to the headmistress. Yes, of course, uh, Monique Ryan, uh, she was the one of the, the last uh, mask nags. And of course, uh, they want uh, gambling advertising bans, the teals, and also junk food advertising during children's time. Lady Shell also says, does Albo know what a woman is? Felt like throwing up when I saw him at the match on Saturday. Well, Albanese, I, uh, to, to get some cheap populism, sorry, I shouldn't say cheap uh, populism, expensive populism. Uh, he is taking to National Cabinet on Wednesday a proposal uh, that uh, there'll be a public holiday next week if the Matildas win the FIFA Women's World Cup which uh, of course uh, will be expensive for small businesses. And if you've got a surgery booked in that you've been on the waiting list before, you've prepared for it, uh, your plans will be thrown into uh, disarray. Uh, Albanese Nomics, he has said uh, that it'll actually improve uh, the economy. It's uh, that's having a public holiday because there'll be more consumption uh, during that day. Uh, by that logic, every day should be a public holiday. Obviously, Anthony Albanese is trying to emulate Bob Hawke after the 1983 America's Cup win, where Hawkey said, any boss who sacks anyone for not, work, uh, not turning up today is a bum. But Bob Hawke never declared it a public holiday. Albanese, of course, said that he would govern like Bob Hawke, but of course, he's been drinking more like Bob Hawke.
Lady of Shalott says, they will not win, by the way. Is that because, Lady of Shalott, uh, you'll be backing the, the Lionesses? Obviously, Australia and England have uh, just been through a bitterly fought men's Ashes series. And, of course, it would be sweet if the uh, Matildas were able to win through a cheap goal uh, through uh, Sam Kerr. And uh, Piers Morgan, again, he, he could have a meltdown and, and decry that uh, the Matildas didn't play in the spirit of soccer. The Lionesses, they're the uh, 2022 European uh, ch uh, champion champions. Where Nielsen says Matildos, hilarious spot on, Hadron. Imagine getting a chance to go on their ABC. Now, Evelyn Ray of Cauldron Pool, she could have been a Matilda. She posted on her, her Twitter, I played semi-professional level soccer. I even played a bit in America back in the day, and I detested watching women's soccer. Truly, I found it boring. I loved playing, hated watching. Men are better and should uh, get paid better. Uh, sorry, uh, that, uh, uh, sorry that it's true. Now, obviously, the Matildas, uh, they uh, they will earn a significant uh, amount of prize money, nowhere near as the the, the men's. Uh, but the reason why uh, the, uh, the the Western nations do so well at uh, women's sports, not just not just soccer, uh, but uh, uh, but uh, other uh, team sports, is because well, a women are supported in sports in Western nations. I mean, there is no Iran, uh, Saudi Arabian, uh, uh, Qatar uh, women's soccer team. Uh, well, in Saudi Arabia, uh, they uh, they only uh, only just let uh, women be able to drive. There was some sheikh who claimed that uh, women driving affects their f uh, fertility. Uh, so it's not surprising that in the the, the final four, uh, it is all Western nations. So the other semi-final is uh, Spain versus uh, Sweden. And I think also why uh, there is such this uh, unity and support for the Matildas, unlike uh, for the, the US women's soccer team, uh, where half the United States I thought it was hilarious that Megan Raponi's uh, terrible penalty cost cost the team a third consecutive World Cup uh, is uh, because they, or Megan Raponi, and a lot of them uh, over in the US are woke tards. And that's why no Australian cares uh, that, uh, that uh, the Australian Diamonds netball team uh, won the World Cup over in England, the Netball World Cup, uh, because they thought that they were oh, too pure uh, for Gina Reinhardt's dirty mining money from Hancock Prospecting. And they got a, a sponsorship taxpayer bailout from Dan Andrews for Visit Victoria. Uh, the the Matildas uh, aren't woke. I mean, they're the Combank Matildas, so they're happy to be sponsored by one of the the, the big banks. So, of course, uh, big banks are constantly demonised. The fact that uh, the Commonwealth Bank made a huge profit uh, was uh, was uh, reported as "look at that greedy bank." And also, the the Women's A League in Australia is sponsored by Liberty Oil. Uh, so uh, the 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 female professional soccer players in Australia 
they uh, they are happy to accept sponsorship uh, dollars uh, from whoever's prepared to, to to put money towards it. Senator Slayer says Ricky T said soccer is for faggots. I mean, of course, uh, AFL, uh, <laughs> some call it gay AFL, is definitely the the most uh, mo most hyper masculine sport. I know that Ricky T is a a Collingwood supporter, and they all wore the the rainbow armband for Ida Hobbit uh, Day, uh, which uh, uh, Ricky T uh, by cheering on the Magpies every week, he's uh, supporting that as well. Uh, now, obviously, uh, it is going to be a big uh, build-up, and uh, it, like I said, uh, England—they uh, are the the European uh, European champions. Uh, though uh, we uh, the, we do hope uh, that maybe uh, the the lionesses, because obviously they're going to need all the energy they need. Uh, we hope uh, that uh, the full. English uh, breakfast is go for the the lionesses is going to be cooked uh, by Aaron Patterson, who of course is the the prime uh, uh, murder uh, suspect in the uh, uh, Lean Gatha beef Wellington mushroom uh, poisoning. Uh, so her her uh, pa her parents-in-law. Uh, so Don and Gail Patterson uh, both died, and uh, Gail's sister Heather Wilkinson uh, died after they consumed the beef beef Wellington, which had a uh, death cap mushrooms in it. Uh, Ian Wilkinson, a local uh, Anglican pastor, he is fighting for life in hospital. Uh, so she has uh, released a statement this the, this afternoon. Erin Patterson, and said uh, she bought the fungi at a major supermarket, so trying to blame, I don't know, Woolworths or Coles, and uh, she said she uh, she bought, so it was button mushrooms, she said, were purchased at a supermarket, and dried mushrooms bought in an Asian grocery store. She's trying to scapegoat a Asian grocery store. Obviously, it's still an ongoing investigation. Uh, so Miss Patterson said she served the meal and allowed her guests uh, to choose their own plates on July 29. She then took the last plate and ate or served the a beef Wellington dish. And she said that uh, her children weren't at lunch and had gone to the movies. She said that she was hospitalized with bad stomach pains and diarrhea. She told police she had put on a saline drip and given liver uh, liver protective drug before being taken by ambulance from the Lee and Gatha Hospital to, uh, to Monash Medical Centre on July 31st. Southern Gippsland Health Service confirmed fifth person who was present at Lee and Gatha Hospital on July 30 with affected food poisoning, later returned and was sent to Monash. And uh, she, uh, she said uh, that... Uh, 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 she admitted that she lied to uh, police and that she did dump the food hydrator uh, she used to cook uh, the the mushrooms uh, that week, and uh, and not not it was not the case that she threw it out months ago. She said that she uh, she lied after her ex husband Simon Patterson said, "Is this what you used to poison them?" She said she lied and told them she dumped it a long time ago in fear she might not be able to uh, raise the pair's children. Now the children ate leftovers, but she scraped the mushrooms off because she said they didn't like mushrooms. Yes, yeah, so 
Yeah, it's obviously she has been uh, caught out being loose with the truth, uh, to put it mildly. And yes, uh, so obviously uh, the police investigation is 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 ongoing, uh, but uh, there hasn't been any significant drop in mushroom sales at the 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 major supermarkets. So there's not this panic like there was after that. Uh, that straw needles in the strawberry hoax back in back in 2019. Uh, but uh, the the last uh, the last severe uh, death cap mushroom poisoning I, uh, was about a decade ago. Accidental. This man in Canberra saw mushrooms growing in his backyard, and he said to his wife, "Oh, let's put this in the the lasagna. Uh, uh, sorry, the spaghetti bolognese." Uh, tonight for for dinner and they nearly died because these death cat mushrooms they are that that's they're called death cat mushrooms because it's very likely you will die because they cause liver and kidney failure and you can't get rid of the poison through cooking and so the reason obviously uh, that's that's the reason why the sole survivor in wilkinson needs a, a liver transplant in order order to survive and now there is a lot of victorians who uh, wish that aaron patterson had uh, made a delivery to mulgrave uh, this hilarious meme was being shared around social media all weekend dan andrews answering his front door thank you for the free mushroom pizza <laughs> and aaron patterson says enjoy uh, now danger dan andrews has just dropped on his his uh, fa uh, Facebook page uh, because I think he was uh, he was uh, cussing himself that he didn't think of this <laughs> this meme sooner. Some caring anonymous person sent me the delicious looking mushroom pizza. Bon appetit. Of course, Dan was sick uh, for for a week. Maybe it was. Maybe he did get a mushroom pizza de <laughs> delivery. Uh, that that's that's why he was sick because he never told us uh, what he was uh, sick with. Now, on Saturday at the Melbourne Exhibition Centre, there was the All Ages uh, Drag Expo. And uh, Victoria Police, uh, they, uh, they were not, ju not just uh, present at uh, the, the, the Drag Expo. So they, sa they said, we'll, we will be, our LGBTQ liaison officers will be inside the venue. You can spot them with their rainbow police IDs. Our LLOs are looking forward to the glitz and glitter of this event. We encourage you to speak with an LLO security or an event a person if you need on the day if there is an emergency called triple zero most importantly have fun uh, so are the the lesbian ones are they called are they called uh, lesbian uh, liaison officers llo and they actually had a their own event going on in the the exhibition uh, center uh, so there was the victoria police reconnection seminar uh in the the same building that day so obviously the uh, victoria police and the the lgbt uh, q agenda are still like that i think you can still call a say a police officer looks like a lesbian in victoria there's still no homophobia law in victoria yet that's why they had to uh, get neil erickson uh, senator slayer 
on disturbing religious worship when he was at uh, the gay church. Uh, now, there was a protest outside, uh, it, uh, which uh, was organised by members of uh, Melbourne's Freedom Community. Uh, now, there were uh, speeches uh, by those uh, rightfully advocating child protection. I mean, children aren't allowed at Sexpo. That is uh, for 18 plus. Show, show should the Drag Queen Expo, Drag Queens are not for kids, as the late Wilson Gavin uh, most uh, 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 protested uh, before his tragic death the next day. Now, there was a a pro uh, pro, uh, pro uh, drag expo uh, counter protest out the front uh, by the local LGBTQ Antifa. And uh, one of them actually uh, decided to have a discussion uh, with one of the uh, protect the, the, the children protesters, Arne Nguyen, who is, uh, who is uh, on uh, Twitter and asked him about uh, Yumi Stein's Welcome to Sex Book, uh, would he be uh, okay uh, with, uh, well, that being mass distributed to 11-year-olds? And this is the conversation that took place. To make, get, go to the library, get this book and give it to you and say, go advertise it to 11-year-olds. I would. I would. You're not going to get me. Or uh, scissoring, you know, as well. Page yeah. 167. Like, I stand by this. I don't know what the gotcha is because, like... And anal sex as well. This Look, is fine. 167. And the lowdown on anal sex. So you you're comfortable with defending or promoting yeah. anal sex towards eleven year olds. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. There you go. Wow. That's I know. A, that's a painful. Well, thank you very look. Thank you very much. Uh, it was nice. Okay. Um, I wouldn't shake that hand, man. No, don't shake hands. With Sorry, mate. It's, it's very it's very wet, and my calls are, and my hands are very cold. But it was nice being you. So there you go. One was prepared to say on camera uh, that he is fine with anal sex being and scissoring being promoted to 11-year-olds. And uh, uh, Yumi Stein, she continues to, to play the victim. Uh, this was from news.com.au. Uh, she reveals just how bad the trolling has uh, become. Uh, so uh, remember, uh, she posted uh, the all of the the instagram messages uh, that uh, that that she got and of course one one of them is you're nothing but a piece of of filthy trash she shared some horrible messages people have sent the messages are so confronting that steins even put a trigger warning at the beginning of her instagram post oh my bleeding heart now, last night on Channel 7, uh, there was a follow-up 7 News spotlight after the, the findings of the Walter Sofronoff inquiry in the ACT, uh, which found that Shame Drumgold, uh, KC, uh, the ACT Director of Public Prosecutions, he knowingly lied to the Supreme Court, engaged in uh, serious uh, misconduct, and he basically uh, denied Bruce Lehman a fair trial. Uh, now, 
Liam Bartlett, who conducted the original interview with Bruce Learman. He also interviewed uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce Learman's lawyer. And also uh, Linda Reynolds broke her silence. Remember, she was uh, Brittany Higgins' employer at at the at the time where she alleged uh, she uh, was raped by Bruce Lehman inside Parliament House. Though Linda Reynolds, she made a, a because she now is speaking frankly and openly. She is suing Brittany Higgins and uh, and her fiance David Shiraz uh, for uh, defamation. Uh, she uh, Linda Reynolds uh, unloaded this bombshell last night. And all of a sudden he was on top of me and I physically couldn't get him off of me. Now the advice we got is that is not an allegation of rape. Well, she still didn't use the R word. Did she, she never she never used the rape word, ever. Uh, and in fact, if you go back and have a look at one of the early stories that you know, on the first day when the story broke, she's quoted in that story as saying she never used the rape word with us. Well, that was written by Samantha Maiden. It was. And Seven News Spotlight uh, played uh, uh, recordings of Samantha Maiden, the, the news.com.au journalist who published the, 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 the first report. Obviously, Lisa Wilkinson did the first interview, TV interview, on news.com.au. Samantha Maiden won the Golden Walkley uh, for that. Uh, so there, there were recordings of uh, of Brittany Higgins speaking uh, to uh, Samantha Maiden. Uh, probably uh, Seven Spotlight got access to those uh, through Bruce Lehman's defamation uh, action against news.com.au. And uh, Brittany Higgins, uh, she uh, says that uh, Linda Reynolds ghosted her. I didn't want to uh, be around her, and Linda Reynolds said that is not true. Uh, she was on my, she was on the campaign trail with me in 2019. There's heaps of photos with us together. In fact, she uh, got me flowers for my birthday the uh, the night before the election. And Linda Reynolds also said that Brittany Higgins wore that uh, white cocktail dress on the campaign trail, which she said she put in a box for six months and didn't wear. And also Linda Reynolds uh, said that she never got her, uh, her Carla Zempati jacket uh, back uh, that Brittany Higgins wore out of her office. Brittany Higgins said she got it from a charity bin. Uh, Brittany Higgins got uh, said she got it from a charity bin which was actually Linda Reynolds wardrobe uh, so a lot a lot of people are now are calling uh, Brittany Higgins Brit thief fibbins and uh, you can watch uh, the full uh, 55 minute uh, follow-up on the seven news website and uh, Bruce Lehman he was on sunrise this morning where he was interviewed by that uh, that horrid horrid woman uh, Natalie Barr and he has offered to sit a lie detected test to prove what really happened in the ministerial suite on the night he returned to the office with Brittany Higgins. Probably the conversation between Samantha Maiden and Brittany Higgins that is the, the, the most stark is that when uh, Samantha Maiden tells her that uh, uh, Bruce is going to claim that you two never had sex, Brittany Higgins laughs. And if it was so traumatic a rape, 
why would you laugh uh, that his defense is going to be you never had sex? Like you're laughing at your own rape. I mean that that is that that is quite bizarre to put it put it put it mildly. Yes, uh, Carla Zampatti, uh, it's very expensive brand. It, it, it's not something you would put in a, a charity bin. And of course, uh, she has uh, she passed away in 2021. Uh, she is the, the mother of a, of a teal uh, independent uh, Allegra spender. And so uh, obviously uh, the... And Liam Bartlett uh, did uh, did the, the the math, and so Brittany Higgins she got the the three three million uh, in compensation, and Linda Reynolds said she wasn't allowed to attend the mediation. Otherwise, uh, Mark Dreyfus, the Attorney General, basically said, uh, "You're not going to have your legal bills paid by the Commonwealth." So. Uh, Linda Reynolds, she was basically uh, hamstrung there, and uh, I think it was uh, very, very good that Linda Reynolds uh, did uh, did the interview. I mean, clearly she's had enough, and uh, she wasn't. Uh, she, uh, given that she is a a a opposition backbencher now, she wanted to. She said Brittany ha has has had control of the narrative, and I want to put uh, put forward uh, my how how we dealt with it and bruce was the reason bruce was fired she said it was because he was second security breach and uh, uh, that and that was uh, how it was brought to her attention initially not there there uh, that uh, there was a security breach and that, that's obviously when britney higgins claimed that she'd been raped uh, linda reynolds and her chief of staff fiona brown offered to take her to the australian federal uh, police. She wasn't given an ultimatum to quit her job or a uh, or and get a payout or or, or stay on. So yes, uh, there is obviously the still a lot to play out. There is the defamation action Bruce Lehman is taking against Network Ten and also the ABC, and also he is considering suing the ACT government. Uh, the Andrew, Andrew Barr, the chief minister, is obviously trying to make Walter soften off the scapegoat. He did nothing wrong by uh, leaking his own report. That wasn't unlawful, even though Andrew Barr tried to claim it was. But then he said, oh, we've got to pass laws to make sure that he can't do that. Walter Sofronoff, obviously, very savvy, very, <laughs> very, very solid legal mind. He, he knew that uh, that uh, giving an embargo to report to journalists as an insurance policy uh, was legal, and that uh, uh, that he didn't want the the ACT government to sit on it and censor it. Now there has been a, another uh, breaking uh, story today, and that is that uh, Pauline Hanson has uh, she has uh, oh before uh, before move on to, to this breaking news. I want to share a another cartoon from Ryan Fletcher, formerly of the, the XYZ. Uh, so, because of course, Brittany Higgins claims the Aboriginal now. And so he has her saying, and uh, uh, it's a very accurate cartoon of Brittany Higgins now, given the, the size of her now. The police are against me because I'm a proud Indigenous woman who colluded with the media over a 320,000 book deal about a rape, allegedly, by a toxic white male who looks disturbingly like my partner, David Shiraz. The soft enough inquiry is white supremacy. Whee! 
Well, you wonder now whether Brittany Higgins, uh, she she might be going, she might go shades darker. Uh, there was this uh, photo circulating of uh, Lydia Thorpe, uh, how her hand is much more paler than her face. Is she wearing, well, she looks like she's wearing thick makeup. It's not, she's not doing a tan grant, but her, her hand looks like it's a, it's a man's hand. It looks very out of place there. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's not a Photoshop photo there. But on to, on to today's other news. And so Pauline Hansen, uh, she has, uh, uh, she has got the One Nation uh, National Executive uh, to take over the, the, the New South Wales One Nation Executive and remove Mark Latham as the, as the state leader. And uh, the justification for this, uh, Mark Latham put out a statement. Uh, so the justification uh, of Hanson taking, taking over is because of the party's upper house vote at the New South Wales state election, which fell by 1% in March. Yet our 6% result was still 2% ahead of the New South Wales Senate result last year in a campaign Hanson herself headed. In Queensland, Hanson's Senate vote fell by 3%. She only just scraped in for re-election. If she's worried about underperformance, her best solution is to buy a mirror. Now, Mark Latham is still a One Nation member of the, the New South Wales Parliament, uh, but clearly he is not happy. He is launching a truth uh, defence against his... Uh, against the the defamation action brought to him brought against him uh, by Alex Greenwich the independent member uh, for Sydney and now of course that was over uh, Mark Latham's tweet tweet reply to Alex Greenwich uh, uh, calling him a disgusting human being uh, now, of course, mainstream media, uh, they said we've, uh, we refuse to, to publish it uh, because uh, it, is, it is so homophobic. But just for the record, because I don't believe in censoring the news, uh, Mark Latham responded uh, to uh, Greenwich's disgusting accusation. How does that compare with sticking your dip, dick up a bloke's ass and covering it with shit? And so... Alex Greenwich, he has claimed this is from the federal court documents uh, that uh, that uh, a going going down here that uh, so Latham is is arguing that he wrote the tweet using qualified privilege in response to an attack Greenwich made against him in a media a report. Greenwich is an openly gay man who has participated in homosexual sexual activities material that was set out in specific or general terms in a primary tweet and is substantially uh, true. Uh, so up here it has that uh, uh, because of Latham's tweet, uh, he, he's argued he has been subjected to threats, repeated drives, hatred, homophobic comments and contempt and ridicule. And uh, Alex Greenwich, here's a uh, defamation case is being bankrolled by Climate uh, 200, uh, which of course is headed by Simon Holmes of Court, Climate 200, they uh, uh, they fund uh, most of the Teals campaign there. Uh, so that is 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 very uh, very poor of Pauline Hanson. Remember, she demanded uh, that Mark Latham apologise. A lot of people uh, 
thought at the time that maybe her homosexual chief of staff, James Ashby, uh, was uh, behind that video, uh, given that <laughs> that uh, maybe it was his uh, he, maybe it was his feelings uh, that uh, that uh, were hurt, and he was uh, speaking through uh, Pauline. Hadron anti-bullying says Alex Renich is suing Joel Jamal too. Joel Jamal revealed that he was being sued by a politician. He's launched a, a Give, Send, Go uh, account. Uh, so he didn't name the MP, but it looks like it's uh, Alex Alex Greenwich as well. Paleo Conservative Australian has said that Mark Liebler uh, tried to destroy One Nation when it was based in the, the late 1990s. I didn't know that there. Paleo Conservative Australian, we need an Australian Nick Griffin. Oh, well, the closest we had was uh, Fraser Enning. Uh, but of course, what did Pauline Hansen said here is a uh, maiden speech uh, was straight out of a uh, Goebbels handbook and was uh, appalling. And of course, how do I say uh, had, Hadron? Hadron? Hadrian? Is it like Adrian but with a H at the end? Now let's move on to uh, every every week. Uh, it gets more and more poisonous. The the voice uh, to Parliament, or voice to the executive referendum uh, debate. It's time for the weekly update about the voice. Now it seems uh, my uh, my uh, comparison of the voice referendum to the voice reality TV show is now filtering down uh, to other uh, political satirists. So Mark Knight in the Herald Sun uh, has uh, done uh, has done Peter Dutton uh, in the in the voice chair with his no uh, t-shirt and has Albanese on the stage uh, with the his uh, voice. At, at, advocates performing and uh, the tagline is that uh, uh, this chair is not for turning and also uh, the real Rukshan uh, he also uh, did uh, one of his uh, one of his uh, clever uh, video edits uh, having Anthony Albanese be a contestant on The Voice. Have I got this here? Oh don't tell me I haven't got it. Oh, well, I'll play that. In, I'll load that in a moment. I will. I will play. I. I will play Anthony Albanese today. Uh, he was uh, in front of the Qantas Yes plane unveiled uh, by outgoing Qantas CEO Alan Joyce. The spirit of Australia says yes, and the spirit of Australia says yes because this will assist reconciliation in a practical way. Now I saw that uh, Avi Yemeni uh, was trying to get trending a uh, boycott uh, Qantas. Uh, Alan Joyce, I mean, he, he, he got away uh, with uh, uh, using Qantas to campaign for same-sex marriage, though he did cop 
a pie in the face. He got away uh, with uh, Qantas having a vax mandates for its employees. And so he clearly just, uh, the, these these people, he probably just thinks they're a fringe, fringe minority, these people bowing to boycott Qantas uh, because of me using uh, this iconic company for my own uh, political ends. Yes, Alan Joyce is a, a rainbow leprechaun. I saw, I saw Bernie Finn tonight on his uh, Facebook page. He's going to be running for the Family First Party at uh, for the Australian Senate at the next federal election, said that he'd be happy to drive Alan Joyce to the airport to go back to Ireland and <laughs> so he can see how much he is uh, native Irish, uh, like being told how to vote. And uh, this was... Uh, uh, Real Rakshan, here's, here's a video edit of Anthony Albanese performing on The Voice. Together, we can embrace the Uluru Statement from the Heart. We can answer its patient, gracious call for a voice enshrined in our Constitution. Paleoconservative Australian Irish voted yesterday gay marriage and abortion. And uh, Sinn Féin is taking over the uh, uh, both the Republic of Ireland and, and Northern Ireland. Uh, the, the, Catholic, the Catholic Republican Nationalist Party, which has historical links to the provisional IRA, uh, so they they have managed to take take both Irish. Irish nations back. I know that Lady of Shalott is uh, from, uh, was, uh, grew up in in Northern Ireland, and uh, knows all about uh, Sinn Fein and the uh, Provisional IRA, what they're capable ca capable of. Palin Conservative Australian said Sinn Fein and Nigerians are the new Irish. Well, did you know that one of the the dark uh, Matildas, Mary Fowler? Uh, she is actually half Irish, and her, sibling, her, her siblings uh, play for the the Irish national uh, national team. Uh, so she's also half uh, half half one uh, as well. Sam Kerr, obviously, she is uh, uh, digressing here. Uh, she is uh, dark as well, but she a lot of people might assume she's Aboriginal, but she's actually part Indian. Uh, she's the the younger sister of AFL former West Coast Eagle player uh, Daniel Kerr. So so there you go there. And uh, now this past week we've had the RMIT University Fact Lab uh, get involved in the the voice uh, debate to debunk the misinformation and disinformation about the voice. And uh, so according to their website. Uh, listen, listen, listen to how they how, how they sell themselves. RMIT Fact Lab is a fact-checking research and training hub based at RMIT University, which is in Melbourne. 
RM stands for Royal Melbourne. It is committed to fighting the viral spread of misinformation that can harm people and undermine democratic processes. It is a signatory to the International Fact-Checking Network's Code of Principles, which requires a commitment to fairness, transparency, and non-partisanship. We are dedicated to fact-checking content uh, that circulates on social media, improving the community's understanding of misinformation through research and equipping people with the skills necessary to assess the accuracy of information for themselves. Yeah, what, what a lot of waffle crap that is. And of course, uh, they have they have uh, concurred uh, with the the new uh, narrative that the Uluru statement is uh, it's only one page now it's not 26 uh, so according to RMIT Fact Lab, this is false. The Uluru Statement from the Heart is a one-page document as confirmed by its authors. Papers released under FOI contain the statement, but also include 25 minutes, 25 pages of minutes of meetings held with Indigenous communities, which are not part of the Uluru Statement of the Heart. So they're not, they're, just to be clear, they're not made up documents. I mean, these are, they're a, they're, they're a summary of the 112 pages of minutes from these regional dialogues which created led to the creation of the Uluru Statement from the Heart in 2017. So the, the stuff about uh, reparations as a proportion of, of GDP, uh, that uh, Australia was invaded, that there was a genocidal war, uh, that was all said uh, by the groups that got together to nut out the Uluru Statement from the Heart. But according to Anthony Albanese now, and this is another edit by Rural Rakshan. He was on fire last week. Uh, you're a conspiracy theorist if you believe that the Uluru statement is more than one page. That is, that is a conspiracy Order. in search, in search of a theory, Mr. Speaker. Uh, it is something Order. that has been out there, like a whole lot of the QAnon theories. We have all sorts of conspiracy stuff out there. But this is a ripper. That is the Uluru Statement from the Heart on an A4 bit of paper. That is it. But what we have here Order. The member for is a conspiracy theories colliding with each other. Str they're struggling to get their scares straight. I mean, what role did Marcia Langton play in the faking of the moon landing, Mr Speaker? <laughs> what, what was the role of the Uluru Statement from the Heart in that? This is absolutely nonsense. There's a whole lot of projection going on here, Mr Speaker. More projection than a film festival. And it's coming from those opposite who do not want, who do not want to debate the facts. Take what is in the Uluru Statement that is an eloquent, an eloquent request from, us, from Indigenous Australians to come together as a nation. Uh, Albanese repeats that line that it's a it's a modest, gracious uh, request. The Uluru statement from from the heart, and he trots out the the Q the QAnon uh, conspiracy crowd as well. Of course, it, it's that's just something that uh, leftists leftists trot out that oh that uh, latest was with the Sound of Freedom movie. Oh, it's a it's a fueling QAnon conspiracy theorist, even though it is based on a true story and it is coming to Hoyt Cinemas, the Sound Sound of Freedom 
uh, next week, uh, which is was very exciting. You can see it locally. And of course, buying a ticket at the cinema rather than watching a bootleg copy, uh, you'll be helping its uh, box office performance there. I digress. Uh, now, Rakshan, he uh, he also uh, went, went, went back to, because remember, uh, a <laughs> videotape from the past uh, doesn't lie. Uh, so obviously uh, it's, uh, with the, the AI revolution, I, uh, some person might be able to put out a spurious thing. Oh, it's AI or what is it? Oh, camera must have misheard me. Uh, but uh, uh, Professor Megan Davis, uh, one of the, uh, the architects, of the of the the voice referendum was on the the referendum uh council uh so she she now says it's only one page uh but uh this was her only only a couple of years ago uh talking about uh the uluru statement from the heart you know australians need to vote um as an informed group it needs to be an informed vote and and that is what we want to get them to so on the uluru statement.org website um, there's a lot of resources around this. So the Uluru Statement from the Heart, you know, you can go to the ulurustatement.org website and it's actually like 18 pages of the Uluru Statement. People only read the first, but after the first page, there's about four pages that explain why voice was chosen and not a non-discrimination clause. Um, so I, I saw one question in the, in the chat by someone saying, you know, the NT preferred a non-discrimination clause, but the, the initial Northern Territory response was done under the plenary powers. So the biggest problem for the territories is their plenary power, they're not a state. Um, no section 116A is gonna fix that for you. Um, so, so this document takes people through the reasoning, the legal reasoning that MOB went through to get to the voice to parliament. Why was a non-discrimination clause put to one side for a voice to parliament? And partly it was so that we ha would have upfront political empowerment, as opposed to just a right that sits in the constitution that you take to the high court, maybe if the court, if, if the federal parliament does something. Uh, now, Pat Anderson, also on the referendum council was on the ABC 730 program this week to say that it was only one page. And so, yeah, if Megan Davis and Pat Anderson say it's one page now, then it's it's one page. But this is what uh, Pat Anderson had previously said. Let me explain, first of all, the Uluru Statement from the Heart is a one-pager. It's 439 words. And also in the Uluru Statement from the Heart, uh, from the report, rather, the Referendum Council's report, the Uluru Statement is is in fact 18 pages long. Yeah, so there you go. It's one page, one uh, one page statement. Now that's the truth. Mandated, as as Roseanne Barr says uh, uh, says about uh, social media uh, these days. Uh, they decide what is the 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 truth. And of course, don't forget uh, that uh, Anthony Albanese's uh, government. Uh, uh, Communications Minister Michelle Rowland is proceeding uh, with the misinformation and disinformation laws. So, because obviously accusing, like uh, using racial guilt uh, to get Australians to vote yes hasn't worked. Uh, no is ahead in all the polls. So when Australia votes no, they're going to blame misinformation and disinformation. and. These laws, as I've, I've written, 
It's they are very broad. They empower ACMA to create social media codes. So harm can mean hatred against any group, uh, against a group in Australian society on the basis of ethnicity, nationality, race, gender, sexual orientation, age, religion, mental or physical disability, disruption of public order or society, harm to the integrity of Australian democratic processes, harm to the health of Australians, harm to the environment, uh, economic or financial harm to Australians. And of course, misinformation and disinformation is uh, the provision of content on the digital service is reasonably likely to cause or contribute serious harm. Uh, so they're going to ram these laws through when the voices voted no and say this, uh, this is why we need it. It's going to be, it's going to be Australia's Trump 2016 moment. Remember Hillary Clinton blamed her loss on Russian bot farms and also uh, fake news like the Pizzagate conspiracy theory. Lady of Shalott says these laws are the equivalent of the Irish hate speech legislation will all be finished. That is quite alarming that that irish Ar, irish legislation uh if you can post post uh, additional information in the chat chat lady of shallot just to refresh my memory and i can inform the audience uh, now uh rmit fact check another one uh, fact lab i should call them another one of their uh, their debunks uh, was that uh, the vote no camp sows fear by falsely linking scrapped WA land laws to Indigenous voice. What was claimed, Western Australia's recently scrapped cultural heritage laws had the same function as the proposed voice. And a successful yes vote at the upcoming referendum would establish cultural heritage rights in the constitution. False. The powers and functions of the WA laws and the proposed Indigenous voice are in no way similar, according to experts. See, they, they, they've got an expert here, so you don't need to worry. The proposed constitutional level would only establish an advisory body called the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. Now, this week, Roger Cook confirmed the Western Australian Premier that the laws would be repealed and actually apologised uh, for the division confusion and anxiety they called and actually a a a a leader political leader actually gets brownie points for admitting they were wrong uh, dan andrews never admits that he was wrong no matter how heinous his acts against the victorian people who says we will not will make no apologies uh, so it goes here that uh, it claims that fair australia uh, was taking roger cook out of context uh, when he said the Aboriginal cultural heritage laws do the same thing as the voice, that is, that is they respect, acknowledge and consult and nothing can be fairer uh, than that. So apparently quoting him word for word, Roger Cook is taking him out of context. Uh, so the, the expert they've got here, Professor George William, a constitutional law expert, even though he doesn't know how the High Court is going to interpret uh, the, the voice and what constitutes consultation. Larrikin says WA farmers should sue the, the West Australian uh, government. Henry Lawson says before 1901, Australia didn't exist as a country. It was a colony of Great Britain. So maybe the fake Aborigines should be taking to uh, be taking to the British crown. Well, obviously uh, the, the pervasiveness of welcome to countries, it's, it's, before every uh, World Cup game now, it was before the uh, Matildas played played France. I just 
don't watch it. And apparently in like corporations, before every meeting, uh, they, they have a welcome to country, even on a, a Zoom call. And uh, former Liberal Prime Minister Tony Abbott, uh, he uh, said what a lot of us have been saying is that uh, we are tired of being welcomed to our own country. I'm getting a little bit sick of welcomes to country <laughs> because it belongs to all of us. Exactly. And uh, it's because, and the Uluru Statement uh, uh, perpetuates this as well, the old sovereignty was never ceded, even though there were uh, there were various agreements uh, between between uh, some British settlers and Indigenous tribes, such as uh, John Batman, uh, the founder of Melbourne. He acquired the the city of Melbourne, the land of Melbourne, from the local Indigenous uh, tribe. And of course, and of course, with the with the a lot of our families have been here for generations. I mean, uh, the, Australia was built. The uh, there was the the land here, uh, contrary to Bruce Pascoe's uh, fake history. Uh, the 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 land here was it was not worked uh, because uh, the uh, the local Aboriginal people were hunter gatherers. So. Australia was built and at uh, all uh, public land in Australia uh, should own to all Australians. There shouldn't be a separate part of Australia just for Aboriginals like in Arnhem Land there. And uh, last week, uh, Keith Winshuttle, the uh, historian who's written a number of volumes on the fabrication of Aboriginal history, he appeared on uh, the, the Bolt Report uh, talking about uh, uh, Unipingu, who Albanese uh, <laughs> puts up like a god-like god figure, figure, the founder of the Arnhem, uh, 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 the, uh, the Gama Festival in Arnhem Land, and Keith Winshot revealed basically that the the royalties uh, that he got from the 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 mining operations, which obviously he he got for for being a elder of a traditional area he kept most of it for himself and uh, for his four wives he had four wives even though uh big bigamy and polygamy is supposed to be illegal in australia you know pingu he had four wives and so yeah he 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 actually he left he didn't leave his he didn't use use the the money that he got as an elder uh, to 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 put it back and and build the 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 communities in in Arnhem Land there, and so that was quite. Uh, it's published on Quadrant Online, and Keith Winshuttle has done uh, incredible work over the years debunking uh, or a, a lot of the of the the narrative that uh, Aborigines were. Uh, that that there was this uh, uh, genocide operation against them. It's very hard to get a hold of his uh, his uh, books, the fabrication of Aboriginal history. They're out of print. They should be mandatory reading uh, for all young Australians. And so that was, I think, that was a very good bit of research there by by Keith Winshaw. You can read a lot of his work over at quadrant.org.au. Uh, 
Now, the ABC, they also uh, partner with RMIT for the ABC RMIT Fact Check. And uh, they did, well, it wasn't through their, their Fact Check, but their ABC Investigations. I played I played uh, this clip uh, last week from, from TikTok. Remember uh, this clip uh, which... Uh, uh, this uh, Aboriginal woman is is fil- uh, filming, is heard shouting at a white woman to leave a stretch of the foreshore which belonged to the Butchwala people, saying they have owned these lands to the exclusive and all others which come under federal native title. You might not like it, but guess what? Times are changing. You don't own the land. We do. Get off it, please, the woman said. So apparently, according to this, this, this woman, uh, it was taken out of context. Uh, so according to... Uh, Bachuala woman uh, Samala uh, Cronin and her mother and elder Gemma Cronin showed the argument actually began when the elderly woman's husband had confronted them for filming. Well, they probably didn't want to be filmed by some strangers. We started walking along the foreshore and people started coming out of their houses. Next thing I hear this guy coming towards and talking to us. In her version of the video, the man approaches the pair who asks him, can I help you? After a brief exchange, he lunges at the camera and yells, don't do that, don't take photos. Jim Cronin is seen pushing him away and yelling, don't fucking touch my daughter. When he lunged at the camera, my mum just went into protection mode. She said had every right to be there after the stretch of land they were standing on was exclusively granted to the Bajra people in 2019 native title a decision. At the end of the unedited videos, Samuel Connell is, is heard telling her mother to stop shouting because of young children nearby. So she said she said all the things in the video, but apparently because it wasn't the full video, it's out of context. This this again this thing. Oh, because you didn't show the whole thing, uh, which <laughs> proves that what actually happened, what actually happened, like what Roger Cook said about the Aboriginal cultural heritage laws, <laughs> doing the 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 same as as the voice and now the abc uh, this week uh because well they're they're getting a lot of frank feedback on x uh, formerly known as twitter so they have uh, shut down all of their abc branded twitter accounts except for abc news abc sport abc chinese hmm, wonder why they uh, they kept the abc chinese account uh, so that's described as the ABC reflects contemporary Australia, which includes creating informative, educational, entertaining content that is relevant, relatable, and inclusive for Australians with different backgrounds and interests, reaches Chinese-speaking audiences on Twitter. And uh, the other one is ABC Australia. And so uh, the ABC Managing Director, David Anderson, said... In February, we closed three programmed accounts for Insiders News Breakfast and ABC Politics. The result has been positive. Insiders have seen increasing reach and engagement trips post on the main ABC News account. The vast majority of its ABC social, social media audience is located on official sites on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, with TikTok forecast to have the strongest audience growth over the next four years. We want to focus our effort on resources where our audience are or where our echo chambers are. And of course, TikTok owned by the Chinese Communist Party. Interesting that the ABC is interested uh focusing on a communist platform owned by uh, owned by a communist government we found that closing individual program accounts has limited exposure of team members to the toxic interactions unfortunately becoming more prevalent on x concerningly x has reduced its trucks and safety teams additionally it is introducing changes would make the platform increasingly costly to use 
uh, Patricia Carvelis, who's the host of uh, ABC Radio National Breakfast and now ABC Q&A, she announced that she was uh, moving from Twitter to Threads, but Threads has basically fallen, <laughs> fallen to Threads pieces. And so she is back on, on Twitter now. Threads was never going to, <laughs> to, to take off there. And so, yes, the ABC, they only want to, to hear, 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 uh, hear, from, uh, hear from supporters. And obviously, they, uh, for ABC Talkback Radio, they screen their calls. So you can't really uh, give them frank and honest uh, feedback there. Australian Brainwashing uh, Corp. And uh, Elon Musk, uh, he uh, he uh, hit back at uh, at the ABC. Uh, so he said, "Well, of course they prefer censorship-friendly social media. The Australian public does not." And of course, uh, Musk is uh, finalising the details of his uh, cage fight uh, with uh, Meta's uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and it is going to be yet yeah, streamed uh, all around all all around the the world. And so it looks like it is, it is going to, to, to happen. Uh, now, we had a, a, the Twitter, Twitter CEO, uh, Linda Yaccarino. Uh, she recently appeared on uh, CNBC in the United States. She's the Twitter CEO that Elon Musk handpicked. She, of course, used to be at Comcast, which owns uh, NBC Universal. Uh, she uh, she was uh, an attendee at, at Davos, uh, the World Economic Forum, uh, before before she uh, was uh, chosen by Elon Musk. Of course, to, uh, it's called X Blue now uh, or X Premium. Careful not to dead name uh, Twitter now. It always was X. It was never it was never actually Twitter. It identified. Is there all obviously if you pay for the the monthly uh subscription uh your reach is automatically enhanced i'm still i'm, I'm still undecided i'm done for months about whether to purchase the twitter blue subscription but notice that Morgan jonas he asked for blue Hey, uh, Morgan Jonas has Twitter blue and he hardly gets any interaction on his Twitter. Most of his audience is over on his, his face, his Facebook page. Uh, so it's, it's no guarantee, uh, but uh, even our ex blue, I, according to Linda Yaccarino, I, it's, it won't guarantee I, that uh, you'll, you'll get reach depending on what you say. Staggeringly, they take it down. And that reducing that hateful content from being seen is one of the best examples how X is committed to encouraging healthy behavior online. And today, I can confidently sit in front of you and say that 99.9% of all posted impressions are healthy. How do you define healthy, though? Is porn healthy? Are conspiracy theories healthy? You know, it goes back to my point about our success with freedom of speech, not reach. And if it's, if it is lawful, but it's awful, it's extraordinarily difficult for you to see it.
But how many millions of people follow Kanye West? Lawful but awful. And he's allowed back on. You know, Kanye, who hasn't rejoined the platform yet, but is planning to do so, um, will operate within the very specific policies that we have established, that we're clear on, that everyone who's watching this or listening on spaces can access themselves. And we have an extraordinary team of people who are overseeing hands-on keyboards, monitoring all day, every day, to make sure that that 99.99% of impressions um, remain at that number. But we also have to remember what's at the core of free expression. You might not agree with what everyone is saying. We want to make it a healthy debate and discourse, but free expression at its core will really, really only survive when someone you don't agree with says something you don't agree with. And what a great place we would live in if we were able to return to a healthy, constructive discourse amongst people that we don't agree with. So- yes, uh, sounds like uh, from what Linda's saying uh, that it's going to be a lot of back to the future uh, for X, formerly known as as Twitter, uh, but of course Elon Musk, he it's not he doesn't allow complete free speech. He doesn't allow Holocaust denial, and he doesn't allow nine eleven denial. Uh, now we will go over to the United States now, where Merrick Garland, the U.S. Attorney General, has appointed a special counsel in the Hunter and Biden investigation, and uh, that is David Weiss. Now, on the when you hear this headline, you might think, wow, uh, that uh, well, they're, they're, they're finally taking the, the Hunter, Biden, uh, Hunter Biden's crimes seriously. Uh, but David Weiss, he is from inside the Justice, uh, Justice Department. Uh, so Merrick Garland is, he he has to select somebody from outside the Justice Department as required under the statute, but he just decided to uh, select someone who's been accused by whistleblowers of running a fixed investigation. So the fix is already in. And of course, this seems just like Merrick Garland. He's he, he's trying to seem like he's, you know, we're taking this seriously. And the, But yeah, it's going to be a fix. I mean, Merrick Garland is such an absolute piece of work um, and jack smith the special counsel investigating trump two indictments over classified documents in fact uh, threw a few extra charges with the the classified documents uh, but of course uh, uh mike pence and joe biden haven't been charged over mishandling classified documents and of course trump indicted over january 6 and he could also be indicted over the phone call to the georgian governor asking for extra votes there now let's go over to the uk uh, where it was a, another shameful week uh, for free speech and uh, for ordinary uh, brits uh, so I will play some of the the, the West Yorkshire police arresting that uh, autistic 16-year-old girl for saying that lesbian police officer looks like a lesbian nan. I won't play all of it because it's still a, a highly, highly 
a distressing video. She's made a comment in her own house. You've got her own she hasn't said anything to you. Don't matter. She never fucking matters. She's getting arrested. Oh, she's getting arrested. Why are you doing this comment? Don't worry. She hasn't done anything. She's autistic. She's autistic and all you're I'm telling you, I've got Eunice coming. She's going to be arrested tonight. I'm going to be coming out like a little bit. She's autistic. Can you stop staring at her, please? She's got autism. Can you just stand there? She's in a cupboard. She can't go anywhere. She can't go anywhere. Stand there, dear. They're going to remove her for what? With your woman? Then she said the word lesbian. Her nana is a lesbian. She's married to a woman. She's not on the phone. Look what you're clenching your fist. Go away from my teenage daughter. You're, you're something wrong with you, mate. She didn't aim it at the police officer. Yeah, that lesbian police officer said she doesn't care that she's autistic. And now the West Yorkshire uh, police, they've had two attempts at a, a PR damage control statement. So this was the, the first one they put out. Uh, so their uh, West Yorkshire Police Assistant Chief Constable Oz Khan said, we are aware of the video circulating on social media, which is often the case, only provides a very limited snapshot of the circumstances of this incident. Officers had their body worn, video cameras activated during their wider involvement with this young girl, which provides additional context to their actions. We had received a complaint in relation to this incident, which is currently being assessed by Wex Yorkshire Professional Standards Directorate. While that ongoing processes and the active criminal investigation limit our ability to fully discuss the incident in detail, we feel important for people to have some context about the circumstances. From 12 12 a.m. on Monday, 7th of August, police received calls from a family member of a 16-year-old girl who was reportedly intoxicated and putting herself at risk at, in Leeds City Centre. Well, the family member shouldn't have called the police because the police are not mental health professionals and as we just saw made the situation worse i mean we saw what happened to that north frankston man who his uh, ex uh, partner uh, called the police because he was having a mental episode and the police killed him uh, with uh, supposedly non-lethal rubber bullets and tasering and now she has regretted calling the police because she feels that she caused his his death Officers attended about 1am and drove the teenager to her home. She could be appropriately looked after. Upon returning to her address, comments were made which resulted in the girl being arrested on the suspicion of a homophobic public order offence. The nature of the comments were fully captured on body-worn video. When the girl was eventually fit to be interviewed, the interview took place with appropriate adult. She was later released on bail pending further inquiries and advice from the Crown Prosecution Service. Wake sure she has placed takes its responsibilities around the welfare of young people taken in custody and around neurodiversity very seriously. We also maintain our officers and staff should not have to face abuse while working to keep our community safe. We are fully reviewing the circumstances of this incident and ask that people avoid reaching any conclusion about solely on the basis of social media video. So that was that that was take one of of, of West York West Yorkshire damage control okay this is this is this is part two in relation to an incident on Leeds on Monday where a 16 year old girl was arrested on suspicion of a homophobic public order offense West Yorkshire police now reviewed the evidence and made the decision to make no further action oh how 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 uh common sense of you uh this concludes the criminal investigation immediate releases the girl from her bail her family has been updated West Yorkshire 
Yorkshire Police's Professional Standards Directorate is contingent to carry out a review of the circumstances after receiving complaint relation to the incident. Assistant Chief Commissioner Oz Khan, I wonder what ethnicity he is with surname Khan. We recognize the significance level of public concern that this incident has generated and we move to swiftly to fully review the evidence and the criminal investigation which has led to the decision to take no further action without preempting the outcome of the ongoing review of the circumstances by a professional standards director. We would like to reassure public that we will take on board any lessons to be learned from this incident. Oh that's very very good of you to be uh, to educate yourselves. Remember, Dan Andrews said, "Thank you for that educational corruption recor- report." I digress. We do appreciate the understandable sensitivities around incidents involving young people and neurodiversity, and we can generally commit to developing how we respond to these often very challenging situations. So, obviously, uh, lesbians, LGBT people, are still higher on the intersectional hierarchy uh, than uh, autistic people. That is that it, that is clear. And uh, the Daily Mail has uh, broken exclusively that uh, the mother is is going to take legal action against the 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 the, the force. Uh, so she also suffers from spinal disability sc- uh, scoliosis, and you saw how brutally in that video they arrested her. And so this teenager, she was actually attending Leeds gay pride celebrations with her sister. So she was there at a pro-gay and lesbian event, uh, and they decided she was a homophobe at the end. I mean, that is absolutely insane. And so uh, good on uh, the mother uh, for, for taking this, this further. I mean, it, as I said, the, the whole thing is, is abs- absolutely, uh, absolutely distressing. Uh, so it says she, uh, her daughter, she was being sick everywhere. Then they did the test and found out she had scoliosis. I knew she did because a 7 year old brother has got it and she was waiting surgery on her spine. The mother was angry. She was not present when her daughter was interviewed following the incident in the early hours of last Monday, uh, which contradicts what the police uh, first uh, said. They released her after 20 hours in a cell. Uh, they did say I could be an appropriate adult, but they did not call me. I rang three times when she was in custody. So this is, yeah, like I said, absolutely uh, terrifying. And the West, West Yorkshire uh, police. Now, the the police in the, the UK, they make these ridiculous speech arrests. I uh, remember uh, when uh, that uh, th- th- there was that uh, old man who was arrested uh, for for posting to, to social media, the, the, the transgender flags arranged in a collage that looked like a Nazi swastika. Uh, so he was arrested for that. The, the police dropped it. They make these uh, obscene arrests uh, for thought crime, well, speech crimes, I should say, based on Section 5 of the, the, the Public Order Order Act. And uh, West Yorkshire Police, this is not their, 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 their first... Their, their 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 first rodeo, uh, to use the pun, of uh, arresting somebody on a public order charge for hurting their feelings. You all right, sausage meat? Huh? <laughs> what? You what, mate? Come here and say what? What are you going to do? Attack me? Are you going to attack me? You're going to attack me? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm under arrest for what? For what? I didn't threaten you though, did I? I didn't threaten you. See how far you get with that? Okay. All right. What are you doing? Under I'll be under arrest then. You don't have to do that. I'm not resisting, mate. No, I'm not. It's okay. Okay. 
No Section 5 there at all. There's no harassment there at all. It is. No, it isn't. Sausage meat. It's on no, the camera, it isn't. which seems so to be the snap. coming up now. Sausage meat? Okay, you're right in the arm now, mate. Are you? This is the Western officer, by the way. It is. It's been locked up for calling police officers sausage meat. He thinks it's funny. Unfortunately, he's come across a police officer that's arrested him. Then he's tried to resist arrest. Now he's in the back at that and crying about it. He's gone out there to antagonise cops. He's called police officers sausage meat. And unfortunately, he's committed a criminal offence and been arrested. And when they get before the court, most of these public order offences are... Well, with the internet not playing up, actor and comedian Rowan Atkinson, he made a speech many years ago advocating the repeal of, of, of Section 5. It's still, still online today and still goes viral in times like these. Now, remember, what have Rishi Sunak and all the other conservative prime ministers over the past 13 years done to protect free speech in the United Kingdom? Absolutely nothing. Uh, what have they done uh, to stop illegal uh, English Channel crossings? Absolutely nothing. Uh, but uh, Rishi Sunak now he's got a he's got a sure fire way to 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 sh stop the stop the boats now, and that is uh, to uh, put asylum seekers on a a house houseboat, the the Bibby Stockholm, and so. Obviously, uh, they had been using uh, those uh, three and four star hotels. Uh, so apparently uh, this will be able to hold 500 men aged between 18 and 65. It'll be housed in the temporary floating accommodation while awaiting the outcome of the asylum application. Because remember, they're all working age men, most of these, most of these migrants. And so they have been blighted by a series of setbacks. First and foremost, firefighters have described the vessels docked off the Dorset coast as a potential death trap due to fire risk and overcrowding. Oh, oh, that is that's that that seems seems so 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 terrible. Currently docked at Dorset's Portland pub, the Bibby Stockham barge once housed oil and gas workers and has been occupied by sun seekers in other countries in the past. And of course, uh, the bleeding heart, I uh, just open the borders, let uh, anyone come in uh, to the, the, the country. In fact, uh, I think uh, it got reported that uh, one of them had to be evacuated because there was, a, there, there was apparently Legionnaire's uh, disease found as well. So yes, they expect uh, five-star treatment, these illegals, when they, they come to the, 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 the UK. I mean, so, so they've maxed out the, the the hotels already, the the Tory government. But they're just gonna they're just gonna keep coming, and there'll be some uh, high court or Supreme Court judge who will strike this down, like 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 they did with the Rwandan solution to to fly illegal boat arrivals to Rwanda, uh, which I found it so peculiar at the the opening Premier League game on the weekend, uh, Arsenal uh, versus. Nottingham Forest, they were advertising at the Emirates Stadium, visit Rwanda. Uh, so apparently Rwanda is supposed to be a deterrent for asylum seekers, but uh, they want Brits to holiday in Rwanda. Uh, Lady of Shalott, uh, yeah, would you holiday in uh, Rwanda? So yes, that is the that brings us to the end of the Tim's News Explosion uh, for a, another week. 
I, I do feel a bit a bit uh, lightheaded after consuming most of this hard solo. So it does have alcoholic impacts, even though it tastes pretty much like like solo. So it gets the gets the thumbs up from me. And I hope that uh, Asahi, who, who make this, I hope uh, that uh, <laughs> the brewery is is going into overdrive to get more of these because there's just so much demand for for hard solo and obviously uh, it's it's got uh, the the metaphorical tears of the uh, tears of the the teals in them uh, as well so i'm drinking the the butthurt of uh, Ky kylie tink uh, whenever i drink this because it's it's not banned now I'll be back tomorrow night with Andy Notch for the Theorist. Remember, 9 p.m. on the Theorists YouTube channel. And as I always do, I forget to have ready for me the the link to the Theorist channel. Make sure you subscribe. Also, make sure uh, with uh, not just uh, episodes of the Theorist, uh, but to here on the Wilmsfront channels, you give a thumbs up, uh, you leave a comment, and also share as because it all helps with the algorithm and spread the word out as well and also uh, if you don't want to send through a power chat but still want to talk about the uh, still want to support the unshackled uh, you can take out a premium membership uh, by going to the unshackled.net slash membership bronze five dollars per month silver ten dollars per month gold 25 dollars per month and platinum uh, $50 uh, uh, per month. Tomorrow night, we are going to be covering, well, uh, the, the latest in part of our inspiration uh, for starting the, the theorists, uh, the, the plain lady, Tiffany Gomez. Uh, she has now uh, made a Twitter account and put out a, a video uh, apologizing for her conduct. And so that is, we're going to cover the the, the next chapter. And also, uh, there was a crazy Muslim on a, on a on a flight to Sydney, which had to be evacuated for security reasons. He kept he kept uh, talking to uh, the crew and passengers, asking them about, uh, "Do you follow Allah?" It was, it, yeah, he was just, yeah. It just looked like he was just muttering, uh, muttering uh, crazy things, and so the, there was a lot of pissed off travelers there. Uh, so we've got uh, this, 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 our, our crazy plain Muslim here in Australia. Uh, so I'll be covering that as well. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you all tomorrow night. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, uh, stay warm because it's still cold uh, stay happy and uh, go the matildas as well i i'll be watching it on wednesday wednesday night next to an ice can of hard solo see if you can get your hands on on one i said i suggest you do as well good night everybody tim's news explosion tim's news explosion tim's news explosion Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion.